It is podcasting time. I'm James Pikeway. Glenn Power is here from PowerWorks Garage. We are at the PowerWorks Garage. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello. If you're listening to us on Spotify, hello. If you're listening to us on 100.3 Talk in Dubai, in your car, hi. <laughs> You've got us for the next hour. You've got us. <laughs> And we're the best on the radio. So you know what? Sit back, relax, enjoy. There is nothing better than this program on the radio in the United Arab Emirates between two and three. So here we go. That's, that's them told. <laughs> that, that's it. Everyone. And, and by the way, we are the number one automotive podcast in the United Arab Emirates coming out of Alcoz. So we've not expanded out of Alcoz yet. No, we're, we're still, you know. Those guys. <laughs> Those guys in Alcacese that have got four listeners. But, but I also want to say this. We are the first automotive show in the United Arab Emirates because we, we've we got a pedigree. We started on radio. We, we're we over 12 years old. We've been doing this for yeah. a long time. Started on the old wireless. Yeah. So, I mean, we started years ago. 2005, 6, 7 and, and carried on. And Imtishan and Brown Car Guy were, were the first in there as well as the guys over from auto data and then they became something else so we've been doing we are the oldest a lot of a lot of imitators a lot of people try but no one's got it right so is it true your, your middle name's genesis james genesis piper <laughs> james the if you were a wrestler <laughs> no no james is, the genesis no 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 this is better because you, you know i got promoted to be the dean of the college of communication media sciences at zide university my middle name is dean yes <laughs> get in <laughs> james dean Pike away. They go, yeah, but we know you're. No, no, that's my name. Dean. Dean. <laughs> yeah, Dean, Dean. I'm the Dean. <laughs> Can't beat it. <laughs> How are you doing? How's it going? Uh, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Just a uh, weird time of year with yeah. a lot of people kind of thinking about traveling. Yeah. So I know more time the, to leave the car. I noticed on the road this morning. It was mm. not nearly yeah. as busy. That's the whole school <clears throat> or lack thereof. Yeah. School traffic. Makes a massive difference to the roads, right? Yeah, absolutely. But a lot of other crazy things going on on the roads. Yeah. And I, I wanted to talk about some of our pet peeves. But before we get there, interesting comment yesterday from uh, a friend. And they've got a you know a mid-sized Mercedes-Benz, not a newer one. I think a 300 series. So, you know, a nice little car. And the windshield wiper blades went. And pain in the derriere to get new ones. They're, they're actually having, tr- I know, I, that's what I said, what? So they, the, the first stop was they went and talked to Mercedes. And <laughs> so Glenn just let out a chuckle. <laughs> because it's, Rather than me. it's both of them have to give up a kidney to buy the yeah. windshield wiper blades. I just said, what? How, how is that yeah. possible? And then they found somebody who can get some wipers that would fit. And that meant they're getting shipped in from Fujera. And I kind of went, really? I mean, that, I, I, I mean, I just kind of went, it sounds odd to me. Mm. And then I said, maybe just give Glenn a call and see if his guys can source you some windshield wipers. Are, are Mercedes-Benz windshield wipers that hard to find? Yeah, I'm wondering whether they're the ones where they have the jets through the arm Ooh. and they spray like 20 streams of water onto the, onto the glass. I'm wondering whether they're different on those. On the more modern ones, but I mean, usually the rubbers are interchangeable. It, it's just the rubbers as a, they as said a last yeah. resort, even if the actual physical wiper blade 
itself is a little bit overcomplicated. You can normally just change the rubber. Yeah. So. so I think it's just the right. So you know, my 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 suggestion was call PowerWorks. At least go and have a conversation. I'm sure they can find something. And it it just sounded too odd to me. Anyway, <clears throat> the lady whose car it was was actually in yesterday, but we had a we've got a beetle that we look after. Oh, and they shipped her and her husband shipped in seven or eight sets of wiper blades were shipped in. They brought them back with yeah. them from the UK because yeah. they couldn't get them here from from VW. They couldn't get them anywhere. The ones that we had wouldn't fit. Oh no! How, so, how is that possible? Different VW. I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, I think the ones we had that wouldn't fit was because one of them it was the clip that holds it onto the actual wiper on. Nope. So you know, if you can't hold it on, you can't do it. Yeah. So, but then they they had them in storage in in one of those storage facilities, the one in Jablali that caught fire a few years ago. So oh, there we go. We were in a we were in a, a a bad situation wiper wise, but I think the solution was already resolved, shall we say, by Al Nabula and VW could stop them again. But they are crazy expensive. Yeah, wiper blades sometimes. I was over in uh, Al Gandhi, so Chevrolet. General mm. Motors. Like those guys. I do yeah. like those guys. Over there yesterday. And big shout getting... out to El Gandhi, by the way. And if you're driving by any of their places, just lay on your horn right now or and, <laughs> and, and wherever you are, just go woohoo, wherever you are, wherever you're sitting, in your office, at home, just a big woohoo to El Gandhi. Could be a technician in the workshop <laughs> tuning the radios in, listening to us. <laughs> but no, that I was in there. We, we needed a strange part for a Camaro convertible, which okay, wasn't was a part. This, what was the strange part? Well, it was the seal on the rear quarter glass. But really? It turns out it doesn't come separate. It comes with the glass. Oh, no. Because only the people in the factory can bond it to the glass. They couldn't possibly sell you a seal that you could bond to the glass yourself. <laughs> Unlike the seals for every other part of the car, which you can bond yourself. Yeah, but that's a special piece of glass. Ridiculous. <laughs> and so, it can yeah. only be done... In a factory in Tallahassee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By three guys, yeah. and two of them are on vacation. Thanks, UAW. <laughs> but you've got the. So I was just talking to the guys in there, and while I was sat there, there was a. They've got the AC Delco, so that's their like sort of yeah. uh, in-house brand, so to speak. And we needed front wiper blades for the same car. Now ours, ours were. I think they were about 110 dirhams for the pair. And so I thought, I'll just ask. You know, they're AC Delco. It's a decent brand. And we use their batteries all the time, so they're very well priced. And uh, they wanted 132 dirhams each for these wiper blades, which, you know, you can convert that. I mean, I, I looked at it straight away and thought, wow, it's 260 dirhams. So for me... To translate that, that that's over fifty pounds. I'm thinking fifty pounds. We used to do services at the dealer for fifty pounds. I get mine at Carrefour for eighteen dirhams, and yeah. I balk at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> eighteen dirhams for wiper blades? What are you talking about? My my brother goes, dude, that's like a giveaway price. It's yeah, like- <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, the the thing with wiper blades is that they here they're not used often enough. People don't use them often enough, so the rubber just degrades really, really quickly, just melts onto the screen. And, you know, you go to use them the time you need them. There's half an inch of dust all over them anyway, and then it starts to rain. That turns into a nice paste. It doesn't do anything. The wipers don't work, and you only need them two or three times a year in terms of actual rain. So, you know, 
that is a problem. We we did we always fit. You know, there's always a few people that say, "Oh, I needed my wipers yesterday when it rained and they were no good, so I better change them." And we always say to them, "Yeah, that's fine. We will do." but it's probably not going to rain for six months again and you're going to need to do the same again. So you might be better off keeping these in the back and we'll show you how to change them. But yeah, it's got a car, that, especially a family car, you know what it's like. You put stuff in the back, it gets thrown about. Yeah. yeah. Used for something it shouldn't be used for. Six months later, you've forgotten they're yeah. there. And like, I know and I still, have the blades somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so, well, they fell out when I was at the beach. And, yeah. But wiper blades here is a, is a, is a difficult one. There's no, no real good way to manage, you know, the, you can you can keep them clean. You can try and keep them off the screen, like a lot of people. You probably notice people doing that. Yeah, there's not that much you can do. You know, actually, I, I wonder with the newer vehicles, does it actually do that? Do they have a little lift on the motor so that it just lifts them off the screen so they don't bake on your front windshield? That's no, a great idea. Some of them, some of them will make sure that when they come to a rest. So you might notice it on on some of the European cars though. The wipers will wipe back and forth and when they come to their resting position at the bottom of the screen normally at the bottom of the screen sometimes they'll just sort of half a notch move the mm. other way mm. and it's just to make the rubber not stay right. sort of folded in the same direction every time so they'll make them so that they don't stick and okay. fit in the same way every time they stop but you know it's the it's just the heat on the screen and the dust yeah. and, and there's not much you can really do about it you just have to accept that you know, either they, you're going to have to keep a set where you know where you've got them or you're just going to have to deal with the fact they're not going to work when you need them. Great parts supplier is Borgen Beck. Pete mm. over there, big shout out to him as well. Are they making wiper blades? Yeah, yeah, we've got yeah. thousands of them upstairs. Do they make them for the Mercedes? Someone please come and buy some. Do they make them for many. the Mercedes? Because I know someone who needs. Well, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. I, I think they must be a weird one if they've not. But like I said, we've got the Borg and Bet ones. AC Delco do a great range. Bosch, they do a decent yeah. enough range. Yeah. You would have thought somebody would have offered your friends well, those options. But, the, you know, one of the things... Mercedes aren't offering them any options. One of the things that I'm thinking, and this is, I have zero proof and I have not scientifically tested, nor have I gone with these two folks to any of the places where they've tried to get them, the, the wiper blades. They are two women, and something in the back of my mind is saying, is it possible that what's happening is just the fact that whoever's seeing them come coming in thinking, oh, we can... Uh, we can make a few extra derms off these women because they don't—they're not gonna—they're not gonna know any better. It's possible, and so I'm wondering that because it, it just seems a little—and and you know it, this could be this could be men as well. They, the the folks who are selling parts at some places see someone like me coming in. They they size me up right away because this guy knows nothing about cars. We 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 could we can make a few extra derms off them. So I don't know if that's part of the equation, but I did say as I said. When in doubt, call a reputable garage. And I said, call PowerWorks. I know the folks over there. Call them and at least have a conversation. And they can let you know what their thoughts are. And I said, at the worst case scenario, drop by and say hello. Well, we've got so a coffee machine. Exactly, we have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and we, we, we clean it. Yeah. I went, I, went to a, <clears throat> oh, I went to a place, I was say, a bit of a glorified driver this week for various reasons. And... What's, what's wrong with people not cleaning coffee machines? Oh, I don't even no. drink coffee. Like this, 
Do you know that horrible? Just you can, oh, why? What are people doing? Why are they not cleaning coffee machines? I, I'm really this is and this is important when you go to a garage, you go to a service center, and you go in and they've got that you know they got whatever machine there. You you want to be there especially when the service technicians are cleaning them just to see if they're clean. And and I know at the university I've had the privilege of being around the machines when the guys come in. It's every day they're tending to them and doing stuff. Mm. And not that I don't buy the coffee out of some of these vending machine kind of things, which I don't. But when I see the inside, which is immaculate, but I just see what's involved with the coffee and the creamer and that, and I just go, yeah, I'm not buying that. Yeah. It's, it's not real coffee. Or yeah. it, it may be real coffee, but there's a lot of hoses and jugs of stuff and, mm. uh, I, I, and, I and people I don't, in there you know, doing it. I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. It's, like, it's, it's, it's got to be nasty. <laughs> got to be something there that's causing the next pandemic well all i start thinking about is even in your 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 basic machine that you might again find anywhere where there's a lot of people going through the water sits all night yeah. if someone runs stuff through who's done the first cup and yeah. you know things stay and it's nasty and it's not even the coffee machine's not even boiled water don't forget why <laughs> they're like 90 degrees yeah <laughs> no not good that not good at all yeah bring your own Definitely. Or unless they have a barista, but you know, and that might be Al, Al Nabuda or someone. They've got a barista in there, but I, <laughs> I don't know if they have a barista. So they have in the, in the Audi showroom. Actually, yeah, they the, have. The only place I've ever met a barista is at the Bentley Repair Center over in wherever that is. And mm-hmm. I, I had mm-hmm. gone there a couple times to pick up Bentleys to test drive. The guy was so good. I went in one time. You know, and I I would leave the old yellow Jeep there because <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of like you're so far from anywhere. It the was, DIC one is it? Could be. Yeah, the it's one out on uh, almost at Industrial City, yeah, by the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like past it there. Yeah. yeah, huge facility that is. It's amazing. Yeah, great place. And I went in one time, left the Jeep. You know, took the Bentley, came back, and you know, the guy said, "You want a coffee?" Sure. And next time I came and got another one. Months later, I sat down. The guy brought me my coffee. It was, it Thing was is, good. I'm just the, oh, maybe it's your, it's your phone. Can I move it? Yeah. Uh, in case you're wondering what I was just going on about, a little bit of a, I can, I can, when you've got your phones close to recording equipment, if it's getting messages, which you're getting a hundred of them, maybe me as well. Yeah. They, you, you hear it through the thing. So anyway, uh, back to the Bentley repair center. In the middle of a very nondescript, but I think they have 50 bays in there because they do McLaren, Bentley, I don't know what else. The, the guy knew what coffee. I, I come in two months later, the guy just yeah. brings see, me the coffee. See, this is the thing, right? So I remember at college, we had a. It was, was it, I'm trying to think, was it Motorsport College or was it VW? I think it was VW. I'm pretty sure it was VW. We had a, we had a tutor. And yeah, it was Andy. His name was Andy. Can't remember his surname, but we used to call him Manchild because he was quite diminutive. Manchild, <laughs> vertically challenged. Andy, the Manchild. He had the complex, right? You know, oh, the famed Napoleon so he was really complex. Loud. He was really loud then. Super loud right? and aggressive. Yeah. He knew everything about everything. <laughs> so if Is you it Joey Woo Woo, you're talking about? <laughs> no, because I think Joey has got the credentials. This guy. Oh, that's true. That's this guy was <laughs> no, but he was he was good fun. He was always always. He was always good fun, but I remember him saying that he worked for 
uh, Citroen dealership. Yeah. And his job when he got there, the service manager gave him as, as, as an apprentice, was to stand outside where the cars drove into the reception with a piece of paper and a pen. And like this back in the day before smartphones, even when he's telling me, I don't think, I think I had a camera on my phone, but it was like VGA. So he's like, stand there with a paper and a pen when a car drove in, write the registration number down so he didn't forget it. Go into the, through the, through the side door, into the reception, give it to the receptionist on the meet and greet area. And so that that receptionist could greet the customer by name. All right. So he'd take the register. No, 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 it's Mr. Pikeaway here. Go and meet. You know, give it to the meet and greet. Greet Mr. Pikeaway. And he said that he did it one day in like preparation for Mr. Pikeaway. <laughs> and this guy walks through the door. Oh, hello, Mr. Smith. Uh, how how are you? Good to see you. I haven't seen you since July. Oh, you've got all the like, yeah, got, yeah. and that's not a bad thing yeah, to do. Yeah. yeah. It turns out Mr. Smith was Mr. Smith Jr. because Mr. Smith had died a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no. Imagine oh, that. Uh, no, that's like, what how do you do? recover from that? No. So sorry. So Done. sorry. Done. You can't recover. No. So, uh, but I, in terms of a barista, though, James, did, did they not put a maple leaf in the froth? They could have done I, that for you. You know, if they'd known, probably. Just thrown his coffee back at you. <laughs> Sick of it. <laughs> Is this Tim Horton? Because if it's not, I don't want it. I no, I you know what? I'm no nothing against Tim Hortons, and I love you guys. Oh, I love no. Tim Bits, but I'm not a Tim Hortons coffee guy. I'll I'll go in there and I'll do a hot chocolate, but I don't do the coffee. I don't drink coffee at all unless I'm really really desperate. Oh oh, I, I, here's a good one. Got a great failure for you yesterday. It, <laughs> it, it was a success, but it was a failure. <laughs> nice. So look forward to this. So I'm in the the Wrangler. Now, I've got two Wranglers, so I'm in the yellow Wrangler, which means there's no roof, there's no door windows, it's half doors, all that. I don't take all the stuff off because I don't want to die if there's an accident. Or you know, basically every time you go buy a vehicle that's got air brakes going off, and if they're right beside you, it's like, you know, I carry yep. extra underwear in my vehicle because yep. more than once I've thought of getting a sniper where it's right beside me. Um, so I decide to surprise the wife on the way home. Right. With an ice cream cone. Just the cone or is there ice cream in it? With, a, with ice cream oh, in okay, it. And good. so I go to McDonald's because there's one pretty close to the house. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm going to get the soft serve cone, two Durhams. It's oh, great, it's... four Durhams. You know, and it's close to home, so it shouldn't be a problem. So, you know, they do it and then I, I get, they bring them to me and Hannah, I said, you got something to carry them in? Because like, I'm driving. So they give me this little thing to carry them in, which is fine. It, it's suitable. Mm. Not sure actually then when I get to the car, having not really <laughs> thought this through... Where am I going to put it? And then also not thinking through that it's still pretty warm in Dubai at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, still warm. And I have no windows in the Jeep. Yeah, and I have no windows in the Jeep. And I hit two sets of lights. And I was close to home, but I hit two sets of lights. So by the time I'm turning the corner, done the U-turn, I'm just around the house, I, I look down at where these two cones are suitably melting. Like we're, we're talking the swirls that you see when they fill the cones, they are gone. It, it's kind of looking like a hat at this point. And there's a stream of melted ice cream <laughs> flowing off the little container they gave me, which really needs to have a concave piece to absorb the 
spillage. In, in a couple of days, you're going to have a nice smell <laughs> to remind you of this oh, experience. Oh, no. As soon as I got home, I took them in. Of course, and then the wife's not home yet, which I thought she was already home. She wasn't home yet. So I put them in the freezer. At least I saved that. Come out and clean. So the fortunate thing about my Jeep is where it all spilt was all on the hard, solid oh, plastic area. It so yeah. it's easy to clean. Yeah. It wasn't on seats or anything or the carpet. So it was, thank Disaster. goodness. Yeah, this was, it was easy. But it just reminded me that man, it's hot. It's hot. How how often how long of oh. how long of drive through restaurants been a thing? So I didn't actually go to the drive through. I went in. Oh, you went in. As I well. went in wow. because I there was the drive through, but I, I just thought, ah, you know what? I'm old school. I'm just going to go in. It's a lot faster. So I went into this McDonald's, and I can't I can't tell you. I don't think I've been in a McDonald's in the UAE in over a year. Mm. And I walked in. I didn't recognize the place. There were no people in no sumo there. Well, they had a concierge in there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what you need and i couldn't understand i mean i i was yeah, there's yeah. and then they have the you order on the tablet and pay on the tablet and then mm. just go to the counter it's all there but but none of it looked to me like the mcdonald's i remember no hamburglar nothing no, I, and i said it was yeah. funny because i said to the lady i said wow this this mcdonald's is doesn't look like mcdonald's to me at all i said i'm i'm thinking you know 1980s mcdonald and she laughed she goes uh i i can't relate because it is 40 years ago. I, I, yeah, I, I, I wasn't even <laughs> born. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, I said, well, how about the 90s? I, I wasn't born then either. No. <laughs> and I'm going. Mad right. There's people in the 20s that were born in the year 2000. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> she must be, she must have been probably 22, 23. So no. Yeah. I, I'm going, wow. Like this. But this McDonald's was unrecognizable as the classic McDonald's. This was, it looked like a little mm. nice cafe. I was, and she said, what do you like it? And I went, yeah, I, I yeah, do. Some of them have the, uh, they actually have like the cafe section. Well, don't there they? was the a cafe section. The yeah, they had that as well. And, and I was, I was going, I think it was Andrew Thomas that told me that he was quite a coffee drinker. And he said to me that McDonald's coffee was pretty good. Yeah. They have the espresso machine going there. And then mm. they had all, I just went, wow, this is impressive. Hmm. But yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a purist when I go to McDonald's. I just go for the filet fish. I love a filet fish. I haven't had one of those in years. But I need to. But when I was sitting there, I could you know you, you smell all the frying stuff. It was just like I could do a filet fish. You know, the only time I've ever bought a filet was as a bribe for the taxi driver <laughs> to take me through the drive-through <laughs> on the way home from a night out. And that's like back in the UK. So years well, and years and years the, ago. The one nice thing about the filet of fish, as opposed to every other item on the McDonald's menu, and now the CEO of McDonald's here in the UAE or global will get in touch with me and say, well, you got that wrong. <laughs> uh, but as I understand it, the filet of fish is the only item that it only comes from one place globally. So they are all the same. And it doesn't matter which McDonald's you go to, although most of the food tastes very similar at McDonald's, yeah. but this is... this particular item all come from one place so they are all identical and you know it's it's somewhere in the uk so it's a nice uh nice thing somewhere in the uk yeah could you imagine fish out of the uk <laughs> that's what i'm thinking the that's french thinking haven't had it all off of us yet <laughs> wow crazy yeah. well so uh so what's going on in the shop it's a little quieter people are just well no that's what i mean it's it's strange usually it's quiet people are because obviously here schools finish super early for I don't the understand end of first that. term. Right? You don't understand that either because you got two children at school. So I don't understand that with the money we're paying. But <laughs> My wife doesn't understand. It. She's an educator. Hours. 
my wife's an educator and she doesn't understand. She's going, this is, you know, great. It's, we're off, but she's going, you know, that's three weeks for the kids. Like for us, obviously, I guess you'd say the Christian denomination, Christmas time, right? Yeah. So Christmas is coming up. You've got, you know, uh, Hanukkah and all those other festivals this time of year. And from my childhood in the UK, you sort of go right through to school. So, I mean, I think the latest I remember breaking up from school is like the 22nd, which I think they're yeah. doing the same this year because the way it falls. Yeah. And it sounds like, oh, you know, but when you're a kid, the last thing you need is to be sat at home saying to your mum and dad, is it Christmas yet? Yeah. Like going to school till the 22nd, you know, and especially in the UK, it's dark, yeah. cold, it sometimes snows. Yeah. You've got all the Christmas concerts and carols and you don't really do anything. Your teachers are still drunk from the night before. <laughs> Let's be honest, right? This is the UK we're talking about. So you're getting away with absolute shocking scenes in primary schools and junior <laughs> schools around, around, around the UK. And I'm, again, I'm talking about the 90s, so it's probably changed now. Sober generation and all that. But back in when I was a kid, it was great. And I just look at my kids who finished school on the, on the 8th of December. And I think... You're waiting 17 more days with no school. Yeah. Like, we've maxed out trying to pay for school, so we can't afford camps. They've got nothing to do. Yeah. And it's like, oh. but fortunately, obviously, my wife works in school, so she's off work. Nice. And it's like, you know, they have got stuff to do, you know, but it's usually the time where people say, I've got this really strange little problem that only happens every now and again. You can have the car, take your time with it, I don't need it because they're traveling. Yeah. Right? They, they're going to leave. basically want some covered parking for the car. <laughs> don't realize that 50 other people have asked the same thing and it's still going to be parked outside the garage. So normally we get that. But do you know what? I don't know if it sort of happened with COVID forcing people to stay. And people realizing, hang on, I've just spent the last five months moaning about how hot it is, and now the weather's like perfect. You couldn't design a better climate right now. Yeah. Shall I travel to again? In my case, the UK, seven hours on a plane, definitely catch a cold, get there, and it'd be raining for three solid weeks, and then come back, or shall I stay and enjoy the weather? And it's it was nearly. 30,000 dirhams for yeah. four of us to fly return I, to the I, UK. I get that. I get that. 30,000 yeah. dirhams. Yeah. I don't take that much money a month. Yeah. yeah. So what am I going to do? What? Yeah. 30,000 dirhams. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Where's that come from? Yeah, it's... <laughs> what? Who's, what? <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, so it, even if, even if, even if we could afford that, I'm sorry. It's not a sensible thing to be doing the only way i could afford to fly back to canada so first of all my boys couldn't come here because they didn't have enough time but yeah. we booked our tickets in august yeah because there was some hey we got this great special and and so we got in on this stellar deal yeah no frills you know it's lucky you can even you know take a you know your shoes <laughs> on board. standing space yeah <laughs> you can't even wear shoes you know leave those yeah. outside yeah they're going to tie them to the side of the plane <laughs> captain needs yeah, those and paid him his wages for a few weeks yes yeah, so we're using those we're, yeah. we're going to strip off your soles and put them on the tires but yeah you know it's that was the only way yeah As it, the cost is just whoa yeah. it's crazy yeah. it's and it's i mean it's relevant to what we usually talk about in that you know a lot of stuff relies on air freight 
you know, a lot of a lot of stuff relies on sea freight. Yeah. And you've got to think that I mean, I I don't know what I honestly don't know what the motor industry has to look forward to for the next couple of years because you've obviously got the extra money that like the UAW have promised their workers. Ford, Chrysler, everybody, they promised. And, and if they're paying their workers that, you know the folks in Europe are up in their yeah, demands. Yeah, gotta, saying, well, look, if, you were, if, you're, if you're at VW, VW Group, and you've got a top engineer yeah. or, a, or a top <laughs> production line foreman or whatever the position may be, designer, whatever it is, that you're paying 15, 20% less than someone who can do it at General Motors, you know, it's not exactly a step down from VW to General Motors. It's just maybe a sideways step. But if you, you know, and Europe isn't exactly much of a difference to yeah. North America. So you're in Munich working for VW or Porsche or Audi or whoever you may be in some office somewhere doing something. Or you could go and do the same thing in America or Canada for more money, yeah. you know. So you've got to look after your own staff before they disappear over there. Exactly. So it's it's going to make... That's gone up. The cost of, and is it? I mean, is it a fuel? Is fuel expensive though? (laughs) Is it really? Yeah. Like every day you're hearing. Again, I suppose it depends. A bit of an echo chamber depends on what you look at and what you follow and listen to online and stuff. But you know, you hear about new oil reserves being found and old profits and. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is it expensive? (laughs) And and it's all this, and, and I think it's a matter of. Like, people almost feel better about polluting the planet. And I say that loosely, not necessarily fully behind that statement as a literal statement, but people feel better about polluting the planet if they're being punished, so to speak, by paying more for doing it. It's like the whole paying for a carrier bag thing. Don't get me wrong, I'm behind it if it's the only option we've got, but just do away with carrier bags. Get rid of plastic. No more plastic bags. Yeah. We ban ban plastic straws, ban plastic bags. Then, if they're okay, then if they're not good, don't make somebody. You can kill a turtle if you pay twenty five fills. I don't get it. Yeah, just just yeah. do away with them. And the same thing. So I think people feel like, well, I'm oh, I can't really afford this fuel, but I've got no choice. I'm not going to be able to have my triple foam latte espresso mocha matcha special from Starbucks because I'm going to put fuel in the car, like. No, I don't get it. It's, it's not good. And and I, but it, it's all it's going to do is mean that cars which are already going to be taxed to the max because of environmental impact are going to be so expensive to make. I am seeing a few new vehicles on the road, but I want to punctuate that, and and I'd love to hear from other folks. I am only seeing a very few new vehicles yeah, on the road. And, and where are they from? Lots from China. Yeah, I I saw, I think I saw a new Citron, or at least one I'd never seen before, and I saw maybe it was a Lexus. Okay, and I I recognize it was the front end that maybe just kind of go whoa, hold on a second here, what's going on there? That's so it was it caught my attention because it was really different, mm. and I'm pretty sure I saw a new Nissan Patrol this week, but. Usually this time of year, you're seeing lots of new stock rolling off and driving, around, and I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, well, we've got what we got three months till Ramadan. Yeah, so when the offers come in, we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there, but I feel like 
drove by a showroom, drove by, like, I don't know if it was Honda or Volvo, and there was really nothing outside. And I thought, what is going on? Well, I know what's going on, but it was just, wow. Yeah, I saw a new Honda the other day, which is, oh. like, I don't know what it is, because it's Chinese, it's an import, <laughs> okay. and it looks really different for a Honda. I think it was but an EV. I wonder if it's the Chinese only on China. Yeah, well, all the branding, apart from the actual word mm. Honda, was in Chinese writing. So I don't know what the model was or anything. It was obviously um, something, a language that I don't understand, but it looked really different. But again, from China. Yeah. You know, and all these manufacturers are making their cars in China. There's a lot of reasons for that. One is it's a huge growing market. But the yeah. second is there are no restrictions on how and what you do in that country. I don't, it, it it's relative, so let's say relative to doing it in Europe or North yeah. America, you know. You can't have your factory running 24 hours. You can't have certain fuels being burned. You need to have an emission standard. You have to pay a certain amount of salary. You can only work so many hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen over there. It's different. And I saw some, if they're right or wrong, that's how it is. Yeah, I saw some wild pictures from, I don't know where in China. Wonderful highways, nothing on them because yeah. <laughs> people can't afford the cars. It was the Grand Tour guys that <laughs> went out on the, I think it was, they they'd got a road that was just finished and it wasn't being used and it's basically a a super highway that's been built in the sea. Wow. And it's like I think it was over a hundred kilometers. Wow. Length. And it's like the longest, biggest engineering project anywhere ever in the world. And it's like these guys are not messing around. No. No, no. That's they're... that's a few years ago that I they're think they were the skills about... and then they're exporting that. So then it's someone, hey I need this. It's like, okay, we got a team. And they just bring over their entire team yeah, yeah. and build it. If you look at, if you look over like the influence that China has on the world now, and the reason for that, there's a little bit of the whole scaremongering in the West of yeah. the Chinese, oh this, that, and the other, and there's, you know, you've got Barack Obama as an executive producer on a film about a cyber attack and an EMP attack when. All of a sudden, that's starting to happen all over the place. And you think, oh, that's just, you know, is it fear-mongering? Is it what? But the, the influence they're having on the rest of the world comes from the fact that they're building stuff. Yeah. They're just building things and getting on with it and making things, whether it's perception more than reality, I don't know. But they're building stuff. They're, 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 they're putting hospitals and schools and roads into African countries that need them. Mm. Now, that is a positive influence. Re regardless of how they get to that, that is a posit positive influence. And then when you have a, a country in Africa, which let's say this country in Africa has huge national natural resources, let's say lithium, cobalt, these kind of things that pe places need, then you know, they're going to remember, well, it was the Chinese guys that came and built the school and the orphanage and the hospital and the roads and they put the bridge over the and they put the wells in and they did this and that. And that is an influential state. You know, you think back to when Britain was a force, industrial revolution. They were building bridges. They were building schools, yeah, yeah. roads, hospitals, missions, all these sort of things. America went through the same thing. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's gone back into, and, and China are now taking on that mantle. And you know what? If they carry on doing positive things with it, then, you know, so be it. And the, that, is reflected in our trade. Yeah. The only cars you see on the road that are new now are the Chinese ones. Are you working on any? Yeah, no, I had a, I mean, again, that being said, a customer 
asked me about two weeks ago about his wife had seen a new Jetour or Jetour or Jetour. I don't know how you pronounce yeah, it. J E T O U R. Yeah, I call it Jetour. Yeah, and I kind of say it like that as if I'm yeah. in Star Tour. You know I, wish Disney. Chi- I wish the Chinese manufacturers <laughs> would work out the phonetic. I know it's not always possible, yeah, yeah. but work out the phonetic name of what it is in Chinese. Yeah, just put it just on call it that because yeah. some of them don't look right. And people, no, you know, Jetour looks be, weird. Yeah. It's a weird name yeah. for a car. But anyway, Jetour. So they've got this Jetour, and they've seen them, and they, they're not the first people to have said to me they like the look of them and to be fair they all look they do look yeah, okay yeah, right yeah and they're saying well you know she likes them the price is great now the problem is we have a borg ward a geely geely whatever you however you pronounce it and a what was it jac okay these three vehicles that we've looked after this year and every single one of them, at the time of us needing parts, have not had a dealer for the parts. So how do they? So who's selling these cars? Because I see all three of those on the road. Yeah, they're being sold, and then the, you know there's certain amount of them being sold, but there's not enough to keep a workshop going. And then the workshop can't afford to run, so the workshop so closes, did, so it doesn't need parts. So how'd you get parts? Yeah. So what'd you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, what do you do? Yeah. So one <laughs> in the in the case of the the Geely, they. It was Union Motors, and then they Motors. they I told us heard of Union Motors. they told us to contact AGMC. Okay, and then AGMC said, "Sorry, we can't help. We've got no parts in yet." That was about probably two months ago, right. towards the end of the summer. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that was my feedback to this customer saying, "Look, yeah, great, great price point. Reliability-wise, we can't say that they're breaking down left, right, and centre because we're not seeing hundreds of them, mm. but there are thousands on the road." Yeah. So they're probably okay. You are going to lose money on a car, but let's be honest, we all are these days. But there's nowhere that I can guarantee that you'll, one, get through the warranty with a workshop to service you, and two, that after the warranty, we'll ever be able to buy your parts. Now, does it make sense if I'm looking at a Chinese vehicle, and I know Gargash is selling a brand, Mm. wouldn't they, in their workshop, be servicing those vehicles? Technically, right? I, yeah. I mean, I can't say how it's going to work, but what I can say, you've used the example of Gargas. So let's say I'm Gar- sure they sell. I think they sell a Chinese. Yeah, I think they might do. Yeah, GAC so, maybe. So I, I don't know. Gargash or Mercedes. Gargash are going nowhere. They sell. They they can't sell enough Mercedes here. Like they probably can't get hold of them quick enough to sell them. Right? It's ridiculous how many people like a Mercedes. So <laughs> they're going nowhere, Gargash. But Mercedes have certain standards that they have to meet for their franchise. They don't just have. I think they have Alfa Romeo, don't they? And they have others. Yeah, yeah. They get the Alphas too. Yeah. But Mercedes and Alfa and whoever else they've got under their umbrella are not going to let them have any other mark or brand of car in their workshop. That's not going to meet their standards. So just because they've got the facility for a Mercedes doesn't mean that they can, let's say, uh, cannibalize that to look after the 25 Chinese vehicles they've sold. Just for clarification, Gargash is selling GAC. GAC, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they've got new and pre-owned. You got GAC, JAC, JMC. <laughs> is it GAC that's got the tank? Is, is this that GAC G- tank? Yeah, See, I, I, I wanted to see. It. And there's and there's the tank, and whatever the other one is looks like a Jimny. That's right. Yeah, and that's all like Gargash. So I'm gonna yeah. go buy Gar- Gargash. Check it out. But yeah, there's there's yeah, I've. I've when it comes to the Chinese cars, people that have asked about them, I've always sort of pushed people towards the MG 
right. because that's the biggest uh-huh. of the brands there. They're not going anywhere. They've got a huge facility that you know we've used a few times for parts. I think Colin from We Will Fix It's needed stuff. I mean, it took them 9,000 years <laughs> to get hold of the part we needed and whatever it, it was. It didn't what it, work quite right. It was what it was, but we... He was glad to get rid of that vehicle. He says that, but I don't think he was. <laughs> who doesn't want? Who doesn't want a brown MG, metallic brown MG? It's um, a rolling turd. No. <laughs> didn't even roll. So, you know, you've got the MG are probably going nowhere. They're quite a big. They're yeah. a big, and they're yeah. a recognised brand, albeit in name only now. Yeah. There's no heritage to that brand anymore. It's just a name, but. There are more of those on the road than any others, and they're not going anywhere. They're sold all around the world, right? So, so they got a network. They got parts. Yeah, so you're going to be able to get parts for them. So they're the one, and they're still good value. How yeah. long that stays true, I don't know, because one of the Chinese. So there's Honky. Honky. Oh, that's right. And they're doing that. Is it something called the R9 or the W9 or something yeah. like that? Supercar. And on the Shakeside Road here, where the VW showroom is just on that where Porsche is as well. Mm-hmm. So between VW and Porsche, there's the honky showroom and they've got the big billboard showing that supercar, the hypercar that they built. I don't know if there's a physical example there or it's just a pre-order deal. Yeah. But they're building some special stuff and they are sort of top end. In fact, it was the honky they were reviewing or with one of the cars they were reviewing on the Grand Tour episode we just mentioned where they were in China on the big mental bridge. So... They're sort of going towards the Audi, Mercedes, BMW side of things, maybe even yeah. pushing towards the Bentley side of things. But the Chinese brands, as they mature, they do need to get fall into place, right? If you've got, if if someone comes to you or to me now and says, you know, I've got X amount of money, I'm looking for a certain car, I want it to fit, fit so many of my kids in, whatever, etc. You know where to point them. Right. Oh, yeah, you want a Mercedes, yep. you, you know, you want a Land Rover, you want a VW, you want a Jaguar. No, you don't. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those things. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with a Chinese car, it's sort of, like we say, it's just a Chinese car. It's unknown at right? this point. So Honky are out there as a sort of front runner to take the Audi or Mercedes spot, let's say. MG kind of fit that VW General Motors Ford spot of, there's loads of them. And they'll do a lot. You pretty much find anything in the range. You've got those little EVs that they do, which mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of. You see quite a lot of them around. Which, by the way, the EVs are doing massively well in the UK. Really, really well. They're getting good range, very cheap. So oh, and people aren't driving super long distances. It makes a lot of sense yeah. if you can charge it. Yeah, so that's that's pretty good. But then you can go all the way up to the, I think it's called the RX-8. Which I don't know how they got away with calling it an RX8. Yeah. Mazda must not have been happy about it. I'm sure it's called an RX8, but they've got the big seven seat thing, which is ugly ass, but you know, <laughs> it does the trick. What do you want, right? I, I've been driving back and forth to Abu Dhabi in a Honda Odyssey, mm. which is comfortable enough. All right inside, yeah. Yeah, it's all right inside. Ugly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it does the job. It told you what it was. It's an odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't lying about it. They, they just like, we, we did say. It's, yeah. And, and the seats are comfortable enough for a, an hour and 20 yeah. minute journey. So it's it does the job. It's, yeah. yeah. It, but well, I don't can, know if I'd buy one. You could probably buy two, maybe even three of the MG. Yeah. For the price. The Hondas are so pricey. 
They are. And, yeah. and, you know, you get what you pay for. They work. Yeah, yeah. The, the Forever. Build quality, yeah, the build quality is excellent. I just don't know if I'd buy one as a minivan. No. I just it, It's good for what we're using it for, but I just, yeah. in driving in it, it's just kind of, as a utility vehicle, if I was just driving the kids to the soccer practice all the time and I needed Which something. Which is what it is, right? It's the, so then it's it's pretty perfect, actually. Yeah, it's the soccer one minivan. Yeah, it's pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, would I want one as my own daily drive? Yeah, I don't think so. Mm. So, yeah. Kind of weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, but I think that as the Chinese brand starts to mature and fit into categories, then some of the some of the stuff starts to fall away, like the GAC, JMC, JAC. <laughs> well, and then will people stop talking about Hyundai and Kia and all the... the well, again, Korean yeah. Groups. What do they do? I mean, again, to be fair, Hyundai have gone full bore into the EV stuff, right? And those yeah. Ionic fives look they really cool. cool. The oh, Ionic they six, they're getting massive. I saw a new good. Genesis yesterday and yeah. I was like, wow. They're getting good reviews, right? They're yeah. Everyone's saying they're good. So they're kind of stepping up and, you know, I think. <laughs> Interesting one on on the Hyundai. Had a, he was a kid actually. Had a, a student the other day who, who had a, you know, this key fob for, car brand and yeah. i said uh so what are you driving a stinger she goes of course <laughs> of course <laughs> well the key i'm gonna drive <laughs> that's it i kind of went all right because I, I you know i'm thinking all right what are you are you driving a you know a, a real or what are you driving there in, in your key and she goes no a stinger yeah okay yeah. great they can do both anymore but that's great it must be a great she's a great ride and she just looked at me and she just had the smile with great ride yeah uh, of course you put your foot down and that thing just yeah, so you hoon it around yeah. the corner. Yeah, Mustang killer, Camaro killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And it's got think, the refinement to go yeah. a little bit. I I think that's the best thing when you get in that and you get up beside a Mustang or a Camaro and and they think, oh yeah, we got you. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you're a Kia. It's like, yeah, it, they don't put the brand on. They just yeah. call it the Stinger because yeah, it's gonna sting you. <laughs> yeah, no, turbos in mind. <laughs> yeah, no, the the. You know, the, those brands, like, that's a good point you've made about what happens to the Korean brands that have only just got a bit of the just, market. They've just really got a nice foothold now, and the mm. Chinese, I think, are going to come in, and it's going to be, you know, because the, the build quality on the Chinese, they've just upped it so quick. And and I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, but I'm buying Chinese. This is, every electronic item you buy, yep. your iPhones are made in China. Yep. Everything's coming from China. Yeah. The, the build quality is not an issue. They know how to build stuff. No. And to be fair, like we've said, yeah, you can buy two of them for the price of one Honda. So, so yeah. I have, have a spare <laughs> sat there. <laughs> Almost thinking that, you know, like have two. Yeah. Get two kids, get two. Yeah. 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 So there we go. Easy. Yeah. Wanna, I wanted to, we've got, a, we've got a few more minutes left. I want to finish off just with a couple of the pet peeves. And, and, and I don't know if, it, I, I just don't do this, but the, everyone seems to back into parking spaces, parking spots. It's a very popular. Some, some spots it's illegal to do that. I yeah. saw you put this in the notes yesterday. Because I see this all the time and it drives me mad. Yeah. Because A, people just aren't good at backing up and they're relying on their sensors and they're too close and this and that. And, you know, I draw, I've, I've backed in a few times into spots just because there's, there's a mall, the Dunab Mall by Mall of the Emirates that is horrible for, for getting into. There's one way in. It's always a backup any time of the day. And then finding a spot there is horrible. And then someone had pulled out and I was just past it. So I did the old back in. And, and uh, mine's two, 2008 year model. I don't have backup mount monitors or cameras or anything. But I'm used to my vehicle. So I can back up pretty, very efficiently. Yeah. 
but I see people backing up even with sensors and they can't do it. It's back in, back out, back in, back. Just drive in straight and be done with it. Yeah. The only time I tend to back in is if I think I'm going to have battery issues. <laughs> see. I like it. <laughs> That's about the only time. Uh, and I'm, I'm still good for another year, so I'm good. Hey, I, I, did, I had a Foxhall Astra that had a problem with the starter motor for ages, and I used to just park it down the, when I was delivering Chinese, and there was a little <laughs> side street that was on a hill. <laughs> there so you just go. park at the top of there just in case it wouldn't start on me. See, I, I, and that's the reason I'd like to have a manual transmission, because yeah. then you never have a problem. It's just... Yeah, do you know how liberating it is to think oh, my battery's gonna die yeah, but yeah. i can just bump start it yeah i remember one time in montreal this is years ago this is like 30 years ago we're in montreal and it was so cold couldn't get the you know the batteries huh. i actually called a taxi the guy pushed us i said just get us going <laughs> he pushed us let the foot off the clutch we're going yeah 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 <laughs> oh yeah made it's the guy so, 10 bucks <laughs> so nice to think oh, i can always push it it's not a problem yeah the, the, the other one that kills me, and I get this all the time, so I'm driving you know, to, towards Murdiff or something, and you've got connection to get onto the, I guess it's 611, mm. Mohammed bin Zayed, and you've got someone right behind me, fast lane, and I know what they're going to do, so I don't get out of the thing. I, they're flashing me, get out of my way, get out of my way. I just put on my four ways. 200 meters later, they're cutting over, and they're getting on to the next one. What's yeah. the obsession in this part of the world with you need to be in the fast lane? Even if you're going to be going right in 100 meters. I think it's the fact that you've had somebody kowtow to your needs. Maybe. Right? You've just got them to do what you want them to do, and that, that makes you feel good. And, you know, that's, if that's how you need to get your kicks, then yeah, <laughs> whatever. And, and I think that some of these folks, they, they sense it really quickly when they get behind the old red Jeep. Mm-hmm. Because they'll be, they'll be flashing. Then I put on the four ways, and they kind of move back. Because I think they then notice, oh, hold on a second, there's duct tape holding on this guy's license plate. Yeah. If, if, you know, and, and you just want to just slam on your brakes yeah. because... You need to fit. <laughs> you need to fit like a... You need to fit a little smoke machine. Or maybe we could have just like a little cup of oil, used oil, that you could, you could activate a button. It drips onto the exhaust manifold and then there's a few like screws and nuts and bolts that fall out from under the car so you get smoke and debris. No, no, you have the secondary windshield wipers in the back that you've just put cooking oil in. Yeah, and it yeah. it just, just splatters onto the next yeah, vehicle. Just like, oh. So yeah, that one, that one kills me. This one, this one is also goes back to the parking in parking lots and you're trying to back out or whatever, and you're, you're coming and you see a car and no one is stopping to let you out. They're scooching around yeah, you. Yeah. And I'm thinking. So, you, you know, it's like in reverse of you go, into a, you go into a car park in the shopping mall and behind you are other people just going into the same car park. They know because they're doing the same that you're looking for a space. Yeah. And they also know that when you see that space, you're going to be almost level with it. Yeah. So you're probably going to end up having to go past and reverse back in. But what they like to do <laughs> is stay just touching your bumper just far enough that it's now impossible for you to then get into that space. And they can't reverse out of your way because the person behind them is doing the same thing. Yeah. Leave, leave a couple Come of lengths, people. right? Come on, people. Leave a couple of lengths. Bloomingdale's ain't going anywhere. Well, it's the irony, and it's like this everywhere in the world. I, I, go, to the, I go to the mall. The first two parking lanes are jammed but the third fourth fifth sixth seventh and eighth are empty 
Yeah, yeah. But no one Get wants on the roof. <laughs> no one wants to park. Get on the roof. It's December. It's not even hot. You're gonna have to walk an extra twenty five meters. Oh, I don't want to walk twenty five meters. Deal. It's like, come on, people. big deal. Come on, you know, big deal. I'm not. I'm not like places like Mall of Emirates in Dubai Mall. Yeah, it's like just get on the roof. Yeah, yeah. In fact, to the point where I'd be like even tempted to just yeah. like get the metro. Yeah, just get the metro. <laughs> it's just not <laughs> worth it. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Just get the metro. But my last pet peeve, and I I don't know if this is there's two actually involved here. I got two pet peeves. First of all, is, is the folks who are only driving eighty kilometers an hour on the on the highway in the middle and fast lanes. Like, come on, people. Like, why are you going eighty? A hundred, at least. Hey, everyone needs to make the most of it before the cars. But they're doing, not letting you do it at all, and they're doing it themselves. Yeah, they're doing eighty. But then you've got the merge lanes, and I had this one today because traffic. You know, I'm on ways. Traffic is backed up going into Elko, so it's directing me over onto Shakeside Road, which is unusual. But I thought, okay, cool, I'll do that. And I, I I'm driving, and I I see that there's a merge lane beside me that's eventually going to merge. So I slow down. To let the guy who's almost parallel, with, you know, scooch in. Yep. I'm thinking he doesn't do it. He, I'm going. I'm even beeping the horn, going, "Guy, come on, get in!" No, no. Drives right to the end, and then the guy in front of me is not letting him in. So I'm thinking, yeah. In in the worlds that I live in, you see someone in, coming yeah. up to the end of the merge. I just slow down. I let him in, and then the next guy's going to let someone. So it, there's a a steady flow. We're just all working just, towards each other. Yeah. Someone's going to do that for me. But no, I've been so many times I've been in the merging lane thinking I'm going to hit the, the ballards. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to die here yeah, because yeah. no one is letting me in. Yeah. We get signs <laughs> in the UK where there's like roadworks temporarily where they've made a yeah. lane filter or merge and it'll say merge in turn. Yeah. Merge in so turn. Exactly. You no. let one person in and the person behind exactly. you can let one person one, in. One, one. So much easier. Doctor, uh, Dr. Aziz, my Algerian veterinarian, Dr. Aziz but been here in the UAE, if you're looking for a great vet who's, you know, he's a generalist. So you've got a cat, you got a dog, you got the basics. This guy has been here over 25 years. You do a bit of human medicine as well. I think so. Yes. You know, talk to Dr. Aziz. I'm having a little bit of issues <laughs> with him. He'll, he'll feel your glands and, yes. you know, yep, you know, go see your doctor. This is what you got to tell him. Got. And I, I remember him telling me he went to Canada one year and it was in the summer. And I said, oh, that's a powerful. He goes, it, it was. He's always downtown Toronto. All the power goes out. He said, I've never been in a country before that operates like this. And, he, and I said, well, I said, you're at the lights? He goes, yeah. And I said, so what happened? He goes, so it's a four-way traffic thing, two lanes each way. So you got, you know, two, four, six, eight lanes. It's rush hour. The lights go out, and everyone just starts going in a clockwise thing. So one guy goes, next guy goes, next guy goes. And everyone's just keeping track, and it's everyone gets their turn. Yeah. And it, he said, there was no policeman there. The lights weren't working, and it just worked. And I said, because everyone knows you just take your turn and you'll, yeah. you'll get to go. It's you'll not, get to go. it's not every, and then it, it, the same thing happens when you get your, your off ramps and you start to see, because typically you start to see the traffic's building out of that off ramp, yeah. better get over. Yeah. And you don't dare want to be the person who's trying to cut in because first of all, someone's going to stop and get out and say, you know, Hey dude, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, we all take our turn here. Yeah. It's not, there are the some, top. there are more social repercussions <laughs> from the countries we're from of that kind of selfish yeah. driving it's like right? you, you no one's going to cut in i i actually i had to do that once because i didn't realize it was a thing and i really felt bad i thought yeah. man but otherwise you see it coming you get just get in the line yeah. everyone I, I just just be courteous to each other you're on the road today just be courteous and i tend to to do that and 
I know I've driven with people and they say, you know, they're not going to give you the same respect. And I said, but at least I feel good. And, and well, you're getting stressed for, you know, yeah. you're going to, someone else is going to stress you out. You don't need to stress yourself out by trying to make sure no one gets in front of you. Or, but you know what I love is when you let someone in and they, and they, they everyone knows you can see and they give you the hand in the, yeah. in the mirror or they put on the four ways to, yeah, yeah, exactly. to say, they give you a little bit of recognition that yeah. you let them in. Yeah. Instantly, I feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I get mad if I hold the door for someone and they just don't say thank you. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't do it for a thank you, no, but it'd be nice but to just, Hey, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn Power, PowerWorks Garage, if you're wondering who I've been talking to. And of course, you know, you know what? You're looking to get your car fixed. You, you need some advice. You need to talk to someone about your, the automotive things that you've got. Could be a scooter. You fix scooters. They're not fixable. So yeah. that was the thing. <laughs> Buy a new one. <laughs> Buy a new one. Like you got, you got an issue with your vehicle. Have a chat with the PowerWorks. It, it, you know what you're getting. Yeah. And I think that's the key. And, uh, you know, DJ... Anyone, anyone buying Christmas presents, buy your kids Meccano, Lego, remote control cars, buy them a bike, get them a little tool set so they can set the brakes <laughs> up on the bike, yeah. teach them about moving parts, teach yeah. them how to fix things. Yeah. We're losing that skill and we're losing it big time. I mean, it's really just get, let them get their hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. Have some fun. Yeah. And, and it'll, it'll pay dividends in the future. I think that's the key. Glenn, it's been a lot of fun, and thank you to everyone who's tuning in. If you're, like I said, if you're on Google, leave us a message, give us a like, tell us what you'd love to hear. If you're following us on Spotify or any of the streaming services, get in touch. Let us know what's going on, and of course, those of you on 100.3 Talk, thank you very much for listening. And thank you. Get in touch. Also, you know how to do that, and we will be back very shortly. It's the PowerWorks Podcast. My name is James Spikeway. He is. Glenn Power. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you.